Hey, what's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to Ask Pat 2.0, episode 1028. Thank you so much for being here. And hey, make sure you subscribe to the show if you haven't already. Uh, we got a really great episode today, but if you aren't familiar with Ask Pat 2.0, this is the show where I coach entrepreneurs like you. You have a problem. I'm here to help. So you go to you go to askpat.com. You can apply right there, and I uh, read those applications. My my uh, awesome assistant Jessica and I we go through them. And we select a few, and we reach out to you. We schedule a call, and you're listening to one of those calls today. We're going to be talking with Jake, who is a person who works full time as a project manager, but he's not really feeling that job anymore, and he wants to start something new. He has a lot of passions, but he has no idea where to even start or what to do, and through this whole process, because I'm recording these intros ahead of time, I can tell you we land on something by the end. So you got to stick around, especially if you're just starting out because I show you through this coaching session how I coach Jake through this process. And as a byproduct, you will essentially be coached at the same time. So stick around. All right. Now here is the coaching session with Jake. Let's do this. Hey, Jake, thank you so much for coming on AskPat 2.0 today. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Pleasure's all mine. And um, why don't we just dive right in and have you introduce yourself, Jake, and what you do? Sure. Uh, yeah, my name's Jake Nelson. I'm I'm I currently live in Pleasant Grove, Utah. I am currently work full time as a project manager at a software company, and I have. Uh, I guess I'm a, a side entrepreneur. I guess is one of the definitions I kind of go by. Mm -hmm. I've got uh, you know a lot of passions and things that I want to delve into, and uh, I think that the thing that we called about today is is kind of the my area of focus right now that I'm kind of working on part time. But uh, right now, full time driving a desk. Yeah. So, P, uh, project manager, software company, a side entrepreneur. Does that mean that? you want to have a side hustle and still continue to work your job? Or what is your ultimate goal here? Would it be to kind of remove yourself from the um, corporate world and, and do something full-time? The latter, yes. The latter. My, I have always been a, a uh, entrepreneur at heart. I've always had thought of, you know, ideas to, to you know, solutions to problems that I see. And ultimately, I want to I want to have my own job where I'm creating a product or service for people that that I know they need or want. And what do you feel has been stopping you from getting to that point right now? Oh, geez, that's a, a probably a probably I would say the most common answer that people have to that question is uh, the fact that I have some great job security and I have an income doing something that I am good at. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's a big leap to, to make that transition. And I think that starting with a side hustle is a great, uh, kind of a, a wedge into making that, that big transition. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, you don't have to, uh, although I, I, you know, I don't know how much you know about my story, Jake, but you know, I was in a very secure job i thought and then i got mm -hmm. let go but that's kind of when everything started to happen and i'm not suggesting that you quit today and start tomorrow kind of thing um if i had known about this world i would have started with a side hustle but um yeah i mean i i, I you're right this is a very common thing that everybody goes through is you know just man you know i'm good at this 
secure. And sometimes that security makes people not do the things that they want to do. And yeah. so um, I want to ask you, like, what 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 are you scared of? What 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 are your fears related to this sort of transition for you? Oh, um, not being able to provide for my family in the way that I am I'm currently used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that that would be the same for me as well. Family is the most important thing, and so that security of being able to provide for them would would be really important. This already tells us a little bit about kind of what we're shooting for. Uh, you want to make as much money, if not more, than what you're making now. For example, you want to make sure that it's something that can be long term, and that you that that you know you can see yourself doing, and it still allows for you to, you know, be with your family and, and support them. Um, you yeah. know, I, I know a lot of entrepreneurs who, uh, for similar reasons, started something new, and they actually were more busy and less enjoyable <laughs> as a result of yeah. trying something new. So we want to make sure, obviously, what you do is what uh, what with what you're interested in, which is really important obviously but let me ask you like what are some of these interests that you have uh you said you have multiple interests in areas of uh potential expertise or just things you want to dive into what what would those things be uh well it's actually i have a huge broad spectrum and earlier this year i i bought a journal and and i started recording in it uh um some of my dreams and it's basically a list of all the business or service or invention ideas that i have and it grows mm-hmm. on a regular basis. And so, you know, I have, as a, I'm, I'm a father of three kids ranging between eight and three years old. And, um, so as, as a father, I've, I've developed these, uh, you know, oh, I wish they had something for this, which they don't have, you know, and, mm-hmm. uh, so I've got a few inventions that would help parents or service ideas that would help local businesses or I I don't know how specific you want me to get, but I mean, it's very, there's a very broad spectrum and, um, I feel like just inherent, I have this inherent, uh, uh, ability to think up resolutions instead of focusing on the problems. Yep. So I don't know if that answers your question. No, it does. You don't have to get specific uh, with what those ideas are, but it's it's encouraging that you are thinking like that, which is the first step. You know, number one, a lot of people who are comfortable in their jobs, they just settle, right? And to me, you're not settling. You're you're there, but you want to do something different. That that's step number one. Most people don't even know they should be trying something else, and they're kind yeah. of lowering their standards of happiness as a result of that. So that I'm encouraged that that that's not you. Number two. Yeah, I mean. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say I. I always have this feeling when I'm, when I'm, perf- working at a job, uh, working for somebody else. I've always had this idea, this feeling that I'm, you know, I'm helping someone else build their dream. I'm helping someone else make money selling their product. Um, you know, I'm working with clients with people that I wouldn't personally choose to work with in my, if it was up to me. And so there's a lot of mismatch there as far as, you know, you bring in the happiness part of this and Mm -hmm. that's, that's what it is. I feel like I have this inherent desire to, to to create things and provide very, very meaningful value for people. And sometimes I have to just kind of 
trudge through the mud and 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 deal with the issues of, of building someone else's dream. And so that's kind of always on the back of my mind when I'm working for someone else. Well, thank you for that. I mean, I think a lot of people can definitely uh, resonate with that and are in the same exact boat. So thank you for that. Um, you know, number two is the fact that, and I'm encouraged by the fact that you have all these ideas because you know people get to that next step and they don't want to be where they're at, but then they have. They, right. they literally have no, like no no motivation yeah. or no ideas, and and so you have this like shoebox full of a ton of ideas. And here's where we're at now: it's what do we do with all those ideas? How do, you right. know, where do you start with all that? And where I would start is in, I talk about this in my, in my book. Will it fly? Um, you know, I would start with where you want to end up. You know, reverse engineer, if you will, uh-huh. your ideal day. And what you would be doing. And then from there, you can actually start to eliminate some of those ideas. Because this this was a big thing for me too, uh, Jake. You know, once I started to find a little bit of success online, I had this idea of creating a hosting company for, for websites. Because uh-huh. you know, all the ones that were out there weren't to my standards in terms of customer service and stuff. And I was like, I could probably build one of these. And I have a large enough audience to do that. And I actually started pursuing that idea a little bit, but then I started to think about my future and what I really wanted and how I wanted my my day to be. And I was like, if I if I do this, like in order to make it work, I'd have to like go into an office every day. I'd have to, you know, run these team meetings, and I'd be dealing with server issues and have all this infrastructure right. and like this. And then immediately, I'm like, all right, although this is a good idea and I could probably <laughs> succeed, it's not a good idea for me, right? And where right. I want to go. So that would be step. Uh, three, but your step one at this point um, for you to do would be to eliminate those ideas. And the hard thing about eliminating ideas is, is like, you know, that that's an idea that could be something someday. So maybe you don't eliminate it, but you just put it in a different shoebox that's like, sure. you know, for plan X, Y, and Z instead of A, B, and C. Um, and that should start to at least filter out some ideas for you matched based on where you want to be kind of life that you want to live. And I think I think that's a really, really important step. So that, that's what I would start with. And then you're going to be left over with however many ideas from there. And then the recommended exercise would be it would, would be to just in your mind, select one and imagine all the things you'd have to do or the things that, you know, like what would life be like if, if that, that were the one? Would you be comfortable with that? And this is where some, some examples come in uh, and I've worked with, with students who who have gone through this exercise and they pick an idea and they go okay um well this idea it would mean that i would have to be speaking a lot i would probably be speaking a lot and i'd probably be you know writing books and i my my face would likely be on the cover in order for it to work but that's not me i'm not comfortable being that person and i'm more of a behind the scenes kind of guy and so boom those ones now get filtered out because they've gone through a little bit of a sort of thought experiment of what it would be like a year from now if that were to be successful. So that that would be step four. And then likely you'll still have some left over. And then it's literally which one are you most interested in? Which one do you feel like you can get started with sooner? Which one just that day seems to, to, to be one that you have interest? And then you have to select that one and then give it a chance and focus on it. Mm-hmm. Now, these other ones that are still left over – those get those get pushed aside, but not too far off where you don't ever see them again. But they're there just in case because now we go through a validation period where 
you select one of those ideas and you actually start working on it and you start researching that industry. You start seeing and then you get to the point where in it, let's, let's say, for example, one of the things you want to do is help people with, you know, structuring their their their, um, you know, maybe it's maybe it's home organization. I'm just picking something at, at random. But, you know, minimalism and staying organized at home is a big trend right now, especially related to some books that came out. So maybe that's a that that's something you want to potentially do. So instead of just going, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to build an online course, and I'm going to create a business, I'm going to get business cards, I'm going to do the whole thing. No, let's shrink it down and see if you can get one person in your neighborhood to pay you $20 or something to just come in and offer suggestions on how they can be better organized and more efficient at home. And although it might not seem like a lot of money, and you're like, how is this helping me? What it does is it forces you to see if you can actually get one client, because when you can get one, there's potentially many. And it also, the payment part of it's important because now it's like, well, people aren't saying yes just because you're doing it for free. There's an actual transaction involved, and that's just almost like a vote. Like, yeah, this is actually something that's worth spending money on um, because sometimes you go through this validation period and you get to that point where people spend money, and it's not an industry that wants to spend money, right? Sure. Um, but there is a big pain with home organization and clutter and, you know, selling things off to remove parts of, you know, things that you don't need anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. And then what's really cool about that is it also teaches you if that's actually something you like doing because in your head you may like it, but when you actually do it, maybe not. And that's where a lot of people realize, wow, okay, that's, um, I don't want to be that person. Like it's weird to go into people's houses and I'm uncomfortable. So why would I choose to move forward? Okay, I'm done with this idea. Let's go back to these other two post-it notes and see if I can get a first client for this or see if I can have a conversation with somebody who wants some help with that. And so are you, do you see kind of like the progression of how you can do this in a very safe way where you, you're still working your job, you can validate these things as you go along. Um, how does that kind of the structure feel for you? It makes, it makes complete sense and uh, take a, take a step back. Sure. Um, I, uh, so, so I have this shoebox of yep. ideas. I've already taken one of those ideas and um, thought, okay, this one I would like to focus on. Um, it's it's a, a, an idea that right now, just for that one idea, I've got kind of trying to figure out how to structure my the launch because there's a lot of logistics that that are involved in, in starting, you know, a new business. Sure. Yeah. And so, so I've already, I've already taken these, these other ideas and put them kind of in another shoebox with the idea to focus on this, this individual one right now. Great. But that's, that's awesome. But you said, you say you're like about to launch this thing, right? I'm I'm almost ready, but there are a few things, a few uh, I believe preliminary logistics that I should probably tackle first. Uh-huh. But I'm I'm just I'm kind of uh, at an odds as to how to go about doing it. Are you comfortable sharing what kind of business it is? You don't have to though. No, I'd love to. Oh, okay. Um, so so to, I love to garden. Gardening is kind of one of my biggest passions. Every time the weather starts to warm up, I've uh, I really get the itch to put some seeds in the ground. You know, yeah. yeah. 
And, and one of the most important aspects about gardening is, is uh, creating good soil. And so um, compost, composting has been kind of something that I've been getting into the last few years. I try to, you know, compost all of my green waste mm-hmm. from the kitchen instead of throwing it away in the garbage. And early this year, I thought of uh, an idea of doing a green waste pickup company where I would go to houses in the area and pick up their green waste uh, at their curbside on their on their garbage pickup day and take it to a location and create compost. And then I would give this compost back to my customers or sell it to other people who just want to buy it in bulk or whatever. I like that idea. So, it's, it's similar to like people who manufacture things with wood and then all those wood shavings come off like that turns into mulch or yeah. you know, sawdust and stuff. Yeah. That I just initial impressions. I like that idea. Tell me, keep going. So, yeah. So there are where I live, there is a county seat is in Provo. That's about 20 minutes south of where I live mm-hmm. and all this. Provo has a uh, green waste pickup service. Uh, they give you a bin, you put your green waste in it, in it, they pick it up every week and you, you know, you pay them some, some money every month to do every week, every month to do that. Mm-hmm. And, but all of the towns North of Provo up until Salt Lake County, which is made up of about six or seven little cities they don't have that, and but they do have a, a green waste drop-off facility that's always busy, and there's always a line. They always close before you're, you know, before you're done right. working for the day, so you have to take the day early to go and drop off or pick up compost, whatever. And it's a very, I mean, to me, it is the epith- the, the epitome of sustainability and environmental responsibility. Mm-hmm. So there, there are a lot of people who first, I think, need to be educated on the importance of utilizing this uh, potential, um, uh, utilizing their, you know, their green waste to create and, and recycle into the soil and, and to, you know, help crops and plants and, and you know, grass and things like that. So um, that's kind of where I, the problem that I see is that it's not as, it's, it's not as convenient as it should be. And so, that, that, that's great. I mean, there's a lot of things related to that that are very good, like the mission, the bigger mission, people being mm-hmm. a part of the community, um, just the fact that they're getting something back in return for doing this if they wanted. And there's there's a lot of ways to structure that business model. Have you had conversations with people about this? Who would um, do, who, I have. So mm-hmm. there's um, there is another a gentleman that started this – an identical business in my area that uh, started within just a few weeks of this idea coming up in my mind. And, um, you know, I've talked to him a little bit. He seems to be pretty successful in this. And I, you know, have been listening to a lot of gardening shows and they talk about the importance of composting and and, you know, I talked to my family and, and, and friends and asked them, well, how much would you pay for this type of service? And, uh, you know, you get a lot of people who say they wouldn't because they don't really care to, you know, they just throw everything away in the garbage. Yeah. But everyone that has the idea that you know, green waste should be 
put back into the soil to make the to make the ground you know rich for for growing crops they love the idea i mean i would i would i would see if you could get one person to do this with you just just one and that'll give you like before you launch publicly you can literally just have a conversation with somebody say hey for the next week collect all your food goods and put it in into this bin that i'm going to give you and i'll collect it and a week later, I'll give you soil made out of that. Or if maybe, maybe they don't want that. I mean, just the act of having this conversation, actually going through the motion with one person is going to teach you so much. It's going to help yeah. you understand what questions to answer because you're going to get these questions. And you don't know what questions people are going to ask mm-hmm. until you just, just go with it. And this way, it's controlled. It's like if you imagine this experiment, it's like happening in a little tiny Petri dish where if things go out of control and, you know, like it's just not good. Well, at least it only happened in that little petri dish, and then you can try right. the experiment again somewhere else. And no, now you know things that you didn't before. Um, so I, I would encourage you to just take it, take, take, like I was talking about earlier with with the ideation process, with the execution process, take it step by step also, so that you can you can learn as you go, and you can start to develop mm-hmm. your own way to handle this. I mean, this is this is exactly how. Uh, 1-800-GOT-JUNK got started. A guy was just like, hey, I'm just going to drive around and ask, like, if do you have junk? Like, I'll haul it away in my truck. And that truck then became two trucks and then a team and then now the world's, you know, biggest junk collection agency or company. Yeah, I love that guy's story. Yeah, so, I mean, it could be the same thing. It could be the same thing. And he only knew what to do when he did it. You know, like, okay, I got this junk. Okay, where do I put it now? Oh, I can get paid for right. that or I can recycle some of this. Like, that's going to teach you more, more than anything yeah I, li- I like that idea of doing it in real time on a m- very micro basis yeah and that'd be fun like i would imagine for you especially since that's a passion like that that would be really fun to do and just like figure out and i mean now you're now i mean little by little you're going to start to make a dent in that space and then you know it could be it could turn into a company if you if you want it to maybe you go maybe you go through the process a couple times with a couple of people and you're just like no this i mean I'm glad mm-hmm. I did this small because now I know sure. I don't want to do it. So again, that it, no matter what, you're going to learn something from it. Yeah. How does that sound? That's that's great. I that's a I think that's a, a really important step that I envisioned. My my vision completely skipped that. Yeah, I mean, it's, what I want is we, to make it all. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was um, keep going. You you're about to say something really important. I apologize. Yeah. What. Well, you know, what I would envision was creating this, you know, getting all the logistics done beforehand so that I can launch and then, you know, just wait for people to come, come in and, and, and you know, and join. So, right. The, the, the sort Petri of, dish example the, is, a, is really important. The field of dreams, sort of like if you build it, they might come or they will come sort of thing. That, that That's not a good uh-huh. way to build business. The way you want to build a business is get people to come and then build the business and, and then build the ballpark. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, yeah. um, I think, I think that'll work. And then the experiment, it, it should relieve a lot of the pressure. Um, you know, it, and I think this is just a fact that like, you know, traditionally what you were talking about is how businesses are no, normally done. You file an LLC and then you get the brand name and then you design the logo and then you get the business cards and then you, then you find, then you like, have this magical day where you open up you, you know there's like a ribbon cutting and it's like the mm-hmm. town celebrates and yay okay now we can use the service like it, it's that that doesn't that's not common anymore 
what's common is like just things organically happening as a result of what people are doing. Um, yeah. And so just use that junk guy as, as inspiration because I think that's going to be your path if you want it to be. Yeah. Sound good? I, I like that. Yeah, that's, that sounds, um, sounds very reasonable. <laughs> so last question, what day are you going to do this? <laughs> what day am I going to get somebody to say, yes, I, I will do this yes. with you? Yes. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to try to get somebody by Monday next week to say, yes, we'll do it. Love it, Jake. Cannot <laughs> wait to hear the rest of the story. And, um, do you mind if we reach back out to you, you know, in a few months, just to kind of check in with you and see how things are going? That would be great. A little bit more motivation. Awesome. Jake, you're wonderful. I mean, you, you're, you're doing things that are helping the environment, which I'm all about as well. So keep, keep up the great work, and we'll check in with you later. Pat, thank you so much. Thank you, Jake. Jake, you rock, man. Thank you so much for uh, just taking the time today and being open and being vulnerable, but also landing on something specific that you can do from here. And I'm really looking forward to, you know, I always say to every guest, you know, I look forward to seeing how you do, but I'm, I'm like, for you especially, I'm looking forward because you're just starting from scratch. And uh, by the time this comes out, you, you, could, you could have something in your neighborhood going on right now, just like we talked about. So I look forward to that. I know everybody's going to be looking forward to that as well. So we'll keep track and we'll reach out to you to see how you're doing over time. All right, Jake? And for those of you listening right now, thank you for sticking around. I appreciate you so much. And as always, make sure you subscribe, of course, so you can get these shows automatically delivered to you over time. If you have a minute to leave a review and ask Pat, on iTunes, that would be fantastic. And number three, um, one favor that you could do for me is, and I, I just just randomly thought of this, just find somebody special around you and thank them today, right? Thank them no matter for how big or small it is. Just give them big thanks. Like we need to give more thanks in this world, right? So go do that, pay it forward, have a great day, and I look forward to serving you in the next episode of Ask Pat 2.0. Cheers. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.